spring. Indeed. But it ain't spring yet. And so we're so glad that you have had the, the strength of faith and courage to come out this morning. And we rejoice in everybody's presence. Debbie had some announcements for us now. Please listen carefully. Good morning, everybody. We welcome you to Coffee Time Following Worship. We have some little goodies back there. Um, the formation, faith formation group meets tonight at 7 o'clock. Um, we also have one on Wednesday. 5 o'clock tonight. Oh, it's wrong in the bulletin. It's wrong in the bulletin. Wrong in the bulletin. 5 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, nice groups. I personally go to the Wednesday night one. Very nice groups. A lot of nice discussion. Great book. United Methodist Women will be in the back of the fellowship hall today at the back tables. Um, the paint party at March 24. There's a sign-up sheet in the back on the circle stool back there. If you could all sign up and bring either something for luncheon or bring a gallon of paint. April 1st is our Easter egg hunt. We're asking everybody who took the plastic eggs about two weeks ago to return them next Sunday. So that way we can put them out on Easter Sunday before you arrive. That be then make our life easier. Any other announcements? I'll just underscore a couple that Debbie uh, provided. Uh, our paint party, uh, some of you have been hearing about, some of you have been signing up for. Uh, next Saturday from 9 to 3 at Woman Family Children's Center, we're going to bring our love into our community. If we think about how we help paint our unity house, if we think how we help one another, we're reaching out to 18 to 24-year-olds to give them a chance to learn how to be an effective adult. And all it takes is a willingness to show up. Um, very graciously, the Eastern Star Rite of, um, that uh, Corky Collins is a member of has donated uh, all the paint and most of the supplies that we require. And so we thank them. God be the glory for that. Um, and in addition to the paint that has already been graciously donated. What we need is two or three good paint teams. And at lunchtime, we're going to learn about what this program is about, discuss it, and see how some of us can continue to be in ministry to Christ with this amazing organization. Um, so I really encourage you, it doesn't take skill or much of anything except, and it may not even require a good pair of knees if you're just standing up to us. Okay, so please see myself or Daryl afterwards and see how you can fit into that picture. And I thank all the people that have. And then briefly, Jess, if you can pick up the next one. Now, our faith groups, like Debbie is saying, are already off to a great start. If you're afraid of discussing anything uh, about faith, I think that you'll find our faith groups a very gentle way to do that. And so I encourage you to put your toe in the water someday and give it a try. Thank you. Um, our first song will be... Welcome to another Sunday of almost spring, <laughs> right, with snow on the ground and more chilly days ahead than I care to think about, 
I'm sure that things will be different in time for the Daffodil Festival, right? But in the meantime, it's faith that keeps us coming, not the promise of a warm spring yet. Your commitment to worship and the warm in this place and through the good times and the bad times is important not just for you or for us, but for God's world. It's a sign of God's love in Jesus Christ transforming the world one person at a time, one community at a time, both believers and seekers of belief. God works in all of us through worship to reveal the beautiful gift of God that we call grace, God's saving love, freely given, yet priceless, beyond all measure. And God keeps trying to give us this love. Amen? God has an unconditional commitment to saving us and all of God's creation through God's love in Jesus Christ. God will stick to offering us salvation in Christ to the very end of time. We can count on God's offer no matter what. We have a word for that kind of commitment. God sticks to God's loving us always. The only question is, do we stick with God and offer God our covenant love? To answer this question, we'll have to figure out what the answer to this question will tell us what our destiny will be. Will you pray with me, please? Gracious, loving God, we thank you for your living word that reveals your love for everything through all time and the hope that you will save us through your love. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people. We pray. Amen. I'd be lying if I said that these past couple of months haven't been challenging for me. When Junan's mother passed away on the day of her father's funeral, our lives took a very challenging path as a family. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your prayers of support and your patient understanding as I try to balance my commitments to you, my family, my path towards ordainment as a United Methodist elder, my schoolwork, and my work towards expanding our mission fields here in our community. It all brings me to kneel in prayer in front of that window many times in this beautiful sanctuary and elsewhere. Sometimes, actually, I get to take some time off too. And I do it in drips and drabs lately, I, I have to admit. And, but one of my favorite things is catching up on my yard work. I love my gardening, and I love to look at how things are starting to grow at this time of year. And one special plant in our garden is a tree that I planted a few years ago, and it's a dwarf pear tree. Probably it won't grow to be more than eight feet high, if that. And even after three years, as you can see, it's a little foul. It's a tree with five different kinds of pears, each kind growing from a different branch that was grafted onto the tree 
Grafting takes the branch from one tree or plant and then attaches it to the main trunk of another plant or tree of its own general kind. The grafting allows the branch to join the trunk by the same healing process that would happen if it were cut. A scab of sorts forms over the graft, and eventually the graft can be even stronger than the rest of the branch if it's done right. I was mowing the lawn last summer, and by accident, I knocked off one of the branches of the pear tree, and it broke off above the graft, which held on to the tree. So when I say that God sticks with us, it's a lot like that trunk grafted onto my tree's branches. The tree trunk isn't going anywhere now. Its commitment to the branch is absolute. Branches may come and go, but the trunk will still be there, getting water and nutrients from the tree's roots and branches. The trunk needs the branches just as much as the branches need the trunk. But the trunk is staying put. If the trunk loses a branch, it's going to grow another one sooner or later. That sticking with us that God offers us through God's love is a lot like that tree trunk sticking with its branches. God is sticking with us no matter what, and that is called God's covenant love. A covenant, you might remember, is an agreement where both parties in the agreement vow to hold up their end of the agreement no matter what. If we are in a covenant agreement, even if the other party fails to hold up their end of the bargain, we're supposed to try to keep our end of the bargain no matter what. It's not an if-then contract. A contract is about getting what you want in exchange for giving someone else what they want. Goods or services are given and taken. No goods and services, and contract's gone. And that's not how God's covenant love works. God's love for us is a covenant, a promise, that God will live up to God's end of the promise to love us no matter what. Amen? God's love is for real, period. The only question through all of time is how much we will stick with God in our covenant promise to love God and others the way that God loves us. In the time of Jeremiah, one of the great prophets of Israel, we can see that God did not give up on the people of Israel. God had tried to keep Israel attached to God's covenant love again and again through the centuries. Every time that God grafted Israel onto the tree of life that is God's love, Israel kept falling off. And after Moses had taught Israel about God's covenant love in the desert, after Joshua led them into the land of promise, uh, that had promised to them by God, even after all that, the tribal leaders of Israel the judges failed God again and again. The kings of Israel failed God again and again until the Babylonians took Israel away from God's land into captivity. But even in this time of captivity, in the time of Jeremiah, 
God had not given up on Israel. God still wanted Israel to offer God covenant love the way that God loved Israel. The Holy Spirit of God says in the words of Jeremiah, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. God hoped to graft into God a people who wanted to be God's people in their hearts, not just in empty words or deeds. Yet, one by one, the people of Israel tried less and less to love God with all their minds and hearts and strength and to love everyone like themselves, and they stopped sticking to God. The way the two married people are supposed to stick to one another with covenant love. By outward appearances, they were married to God, but inside they were divorced from God, paying lip service, a branch waiting to fall off at the next strong breeze. But God kept on trying. God's reason for covenant love is not just to have branches, but to have branches that bear fruit. God's love is not done until we, God's branches, bear fruit that feeds the world and spreads the seeds of God's love everywhere. God wants branches that are ready to be grafted into God's plan for spreading God's love everywhere. And we seek through faith to offer God covenant love so that our willingness to stick with God will make us bear the fruit of that love for everyone. And to do this, we need a stronger connection to the trunk of God's tree of life. We need a connection to that covenant love, a connection that is more sure, more lasting, more ready to take on any kind of branch for the sake of spreading God's covenant love everywhere. And so it was that Jesus the Christ sprouted from the trunk of God, always part of God, always part of God's plan, part of God's desire to have people with covenant love of God in their hearts. Jesus comes from the heart of God's perfect covenant love, the perfect branch from God's perfect heart, ready to have new branches grafted on in covenant love forever if we stick to God in covenant love again and again. But for this covenant love to live in us and save us, there have to be some changes. And this is what our Lenten series of sermons has been all about. The path of change that will bring us to God's covenant love. We return to God. We offer God a pure heart. We commit to being grafted to God in faith. We practice being connected to God more and more until we rely completely on God for that connection. We awaken to a life of loving God that's no longer just our own life, but a grafted life, a life that cannot live without being God's life, bearing God's fruit. We become the fulfillment of God's covenant love, allowing ourselves to be pruned and shaped by God until we bear the fruit of God's love as much as possible. There's one final path 
in our Lenten journey. Our passage today from John's Gospel shows us the way to that path. Jesus says in John, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Jesus says this as he realizes that the time of his own death is near. To love like God in covenant with God means to love like Jesus, no more, no less. And to love like Jesus means to be ready to allow God to plant us as something new. In Jesus, we'll find our perfect love and our perfect life. In Jesus, we'll find our perfect destiny, a destiny that's about to follow a Lenten path through palm branches, a meal, a garden, a cross, an empty tomb. It's a destiny of love, freely given, priceless, beyond all measure. It's a destiny that requires our covenant love in response to God's covenant love. May that covenant love be written on our hearts now and forever. Amen. Time now for the prayers of the people. Time when we lift up prayers of hope, prayers of concern, prayers of transformation, and prayers of joy. I'm just uh, pausing for a second to figure out where we really started at this week. I think we're going to start with April Willette down at Tom's place. And I ask that you lift up prayerfully her concern. Uh, we're finding a short order cook, which is, in this day of disappearing diners, a lot harder than you might think. Uh, so we pray for her continuing strength and discernment there. We pray for David, one of our relative newcomers, uh, for his aunt, uh, who, and for her back surgery, that she will find relief from her pain. And please lift up David and his concerns in prayer. Uh, we lift up Melissa Reed, who is in the hospital, and pray that she finds healing. And we uh, pray in gratitude for uh, Jimmy West coming through his surgery well, I assume, Diane? Yeah. And uh, we also pray in gratitude for Marge Harder, who uh, unexpectedly, like we can expect, to break our elbow. That's something we don't make an appointment for, is it? No. Um, so she seems to be recovering successfully from her surgery. And so we pray uh, for her and her family at this time of healing. Are there any other prayers or concerns that we should lift up? Please. Yes, um, my son's having surgery Thursday on his arm. It takes up a month of sitting. Very good. Please make sure you add that to our, our prayer book later on. Then. And uh, we'll be sure that it is continued on a, lifted up on a continuing basis. I'd also like to lift up the, the families in Florida. Uh, who've been uh, practically affected by this structural failure of a passenger walkover uh, that collapsed unexpectedly. Um, tragedy can come from any place and challenges us to find the love of God in our hearts. Yes, sir. I want to thank everybody that knew I was going through cancer, and I 
way of having rope and scope and stand in the house. <laughs> There's not one cancer cell in my body. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Thank you. nice to have a prayer deliverance. And we have um, a prayer from our community. We've been reading these since the Christmas and the Village Festival. Just make sure that every week that we're in touch with our community in prayer. It says, I'm going to have to get special glasses for this. I pray for my grandmother's speedy recovery and to be able to leave the hospital by Christmas and be with family. Amen. It's a reminder that people are turning to us for healing every single day. Would you pray with me, please? Gracious, healing, transforming, loving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, hear the prayers of the people, for the broken, the sick, as well as for the healing and those who, through your grace, have found the miracle of wholeness again. We hear prayers from our community that their families may be made whole as well. And we hear prayers of anguish from Florida and around the world when things happen that are beyond the scope of our hearts and that require us to find a bigger heart inside of you. We pray in thanks that through faith, we can find the strength to do this and to be connected to you and to one another in love, even when it hurts, and sometimes especially when it hurts. Help us never to forget the joy that you bring to us through your love. Help us to look always towards Easter sunlight and even the darkest hours, and help us to heal and to grow as your people in Christ as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I wanted to um, talk about our project next Saturday from a, a different perspective. In the beginning of a service, we tend to kind of rattle through these things and rah-rah into doing things. If we think about what we were just reflecting on in the sermon about covenant love. I think one of the hardest things that we face as a community, any community, is trying to establish that connection of loving the people around us no matter what. Can I get an amen as to how hard that can be at times? Amen? Amen. A little paint on the wall. Some time to sit down together for a meal, a blessing of a place that will become new home for young people seeking a story of their life that's going to be positive and constructive. Can I get an amen that that indicates God's everlasting love for this community? Amen? So if you cannot make it on Saturday, 
I ask you to be in unity with us, praying for the success of this mission. It's a tiny step, and there'll be many opportunities for us to work with this program and other programs throughout our community to begin to build that bond that is essential for our sake and our salvation as much as they And with that, let's remember that we can be grateful to a God that has given so much to us. And may we express our love for this God that has stuck with us even through the cross as we present our tithes and offerings to the glory of God. transformed like seeds into the abundance of God on this earth through our ministries and the ministries of the world that we touch. May these gifts in our hearts that have given them be blessed 
to service unto you, O Lord, that your kingdom may prosper and be beautiful and blossom forth in all things, we pray in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. There! Now that we've got all this jazz in us, we've got to play the tune. Let's say our charge to keep together. We have been saved through the covenant love of God, affirmed for all time through Jesus Christ. Nothing should stop us from trusting that covenant as the foundation of our lives. Don't let anything stop God's love in us ever again. And now, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious even unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance upon us, all of us, and grant us peace now and forever. And may the people of God who are so doggone loved by God, it ain't funny, say, Amen! Have a blessed week and a blessed mission of Christ in your hearts. Thank you for coming.